Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. <laughs> self-declared messy living expert. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I know it's probably getting tired and old for you. I laugh every time I hear that. It's just funny. Um, it's fun to be able to make fun of yourself a little bit and and acknowledge um, and and look at all the places that you've made yourself wrong and then start embracing um, how you can actually create with it. Um, uh, yeah, so just um, really considered messiness or wrongness for most of my life, and now I love that it's. Uh, part of the title of my radio show and in, in my intro, Self-Declared Messy Living Expert. Sure, I'll have that. Um, so welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for joining me if you're here live or you're listening um, sometime in the future. It's all good. Thank you so much for uh, clicking play and listening and being here with me. Um, I'm happy to be playing with you. So this is Messy Adventures in Living. It's a, an hour where you get invited to mess up get messy with your choices, um, choose, and then see what shows up, and then choose again, and then see what shows up, and then choose again. Uh, and sometimes it's fun, and sometimes it's not so fun, but uh, every time it creates uh, the awareness of what you would like to have in your life. So um, I am Petrina Fava, and here are some of the ways that I like to play in the world. So I am a mom of three kids. And um, they are 13, 10, and almost 7 now. And what else? What else? What other roles do I play? I am a registered nurse. I'm a pediatric nurse. I have been um, for almost 20 years, coming up this July. And I get have uh, had the immense honor and privilege, privileges of watching families and watching kids and being involved in a little bit in their lives. And I've uh, gained so many gifts of awareness by watching them, especially the kids and how they are and how they be with illness, with stress, with changes in their body. And um, they have been an enormous inspiration to me and an amazing show of strength and, um, you know, no judgment, actually. They're awesome. And so what else do I do? Uh, I am an author. I have uh, contributed chapters in three books. They are, the first one is Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. And the other one is Possibilities in Parenting. And the third one is The Power of Releasing Judgment, all of which you can find on my website, PetrinaFava.com or uh, at Amazon.com as well. Wow, I'm strangely feeling a little bit out of breath this morning. I don't know why. It just started right when I started my radio show. I was fine five seconds ago. That's interesting. I wonder what funky, what funny energies are coming up around the topic we're discussing today. So what are we discussing today? So today our topic is pout, hate, or outcreate. <laughs> so what does that mean? Well, how many people have stabbed you in the back in your life? wronged you, ripped you off, stolen your ideas. You can get angry, you can get jealous, you can hate, or you can be so grateful for that energy and use it to outcreate. 
what does holding on to anger, jealousy, and hate create in your body? What shows up in your body when you're in creation mode? So what will you choose? Okay, so let's look at this. Pout, hate, or outcreate. Have you had stuff come up around people wronging you, doing something wrong to you, stabbing you in the back, um, cheating on you, um, ripped, ripped you off financially, ripped off your ideas, ripped off, I don't know, anything, stolen from you, wronged you? How much of that has been in your life? And what is that energy? That's all. What is that energy? That energy of stabbing you in the back, wronging you, ripping you off, stealing your ideas. What is that energy exactly? Um, oh, I forgot to mention. So um, we're going to use some tools from a modality called Axe Consciousness. I'm an Access Bars and Body Facilitator. And um, you can check out some more about that at accessconsciousness.com. We're going to be using some of the ideas and tools from that modality during the show. So we talk a lot. Of, we're going to be talking a lot about energy, especially with this topic today. So I'm going to say it again. How many people have stabbed you in the back, wronged you, ripped you off, stolen your ideas, um, cheated you, cheated on you? What is that energy? Um. Is it an energy of empowerment? Is it an energy of joy? Is it an energy of creation? Or is it an energy of a uh, victim? And mm, what is that? Anger, rage, hate. And so n it isn't wrong. It doesn't have to be wrong. But what is it creating for you in your life? And is that the energy you would like to have in your life? And what gets created in your life with that energy? That energy of stabbing you in the back, wronging you, ripping you off, stealing your ideas, cheating on you. What is that energy actually creating? And how can we change that? That's what we're going to explore today. Okay. So, now... Um, this can apply to all kinds of areas in your life. So what has this been for you? What what has this energy been for you? Have you had this energy in your business, um, in your relationships, in your family, your kids, your uh, parents, your in-laws, your sisters, your sister-in-laws, your brother-in-laws? Where have you had this energy in your life? Uh, your job, um, your your creations, your creations. Wow. So what does having this energy in your creations do. And everything is a creation, right? It's not just a piece of art or a job. Um, your kids are a creation. Your whole life is a creation. Everything that you be and do is a creation. So this more, so you know, we can just think of some small little examples. So um, this morning, I I was making actually some sunscreen. So I am uh, um, also the creator of Naturally Happy Body. I make my own. Um, handmade lotions, creams, soaps, um, bath bombs, all kinds of body products. And um, you can find those at naturallyhappybody.com. So last night, I made um, my first batch of sunscreen for the summer. I had a, was already receiving requests for sunscreen. So I made a batch. And um, I used coconut oil in this, in this recipe. And um, it's always a little bit frustrating for me to make sunscreen because it doesn't blend perfectly. 
<laughs> and in an effort to keep the ingredients natural, I don't use anything in there that would help to emulsify it in a very perfect way. So um, I was making some sunscreen yesterday, and this morning I was really disappointed when I realized it hadn't set the way that I like it. And so I decided to make a new batch this morning. <laughs> um, and I didn't ask any questions. I just went to, oh, that didn't turn out. And I was making um, a new batch this morning just before the show because what else would I be doing in the morning? And um, I started to I started to think to myself, God, I love coconut oil, but I hate coconut oil because it's such a pain to work with. God, I hate working with coconut oil. And thank God for these radio shows because I was like, oh, wait a second. Aren't I doing a show today about <laughs> pout hate or outcreate? <laughs> um, and so I was able to shift that energy just by asking a simple question. Okay, how can I outcreate this? How can I outcreate this? How can I outcreate this perceived limitation, this perceived limitation of coconut oil? Because coconut oil, if you don't know, changes, the consistency changes at different temperatures, right? So at room temperature, it's um, pretty liquid. And then in colder temperatures, it's uh, more solid. So that can sometimes make working with it in a, bo in a body product challenging because it changes consistency with the temperature of the room that you're in. So so I caught myself this morning and some, something as simple as making a batch of sunscreen. So it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be a place in your life where things are really hard. Um, it's really just about looking at how you can out-create something instead of getting angry um, when someone has, you know, when you perceive that someone has wronged you. Okay. <sighs> um, I think we're going to take an early break. Uh, let's go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living, and I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Our topic for today is called Pout, Hate, or Outcreate. What will you choose? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com 
You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. We're talking about pout, hate, or outcreate. What the heck does that mean? You might be asking. Okay, so you pout, hate, or outcreate. So how often have you gone to pouting and hating and jealous and anger when you perceive that someone has wronged you, done something wrong, hurt you, stabbed you in the back, stolen your ideas? And what else is possible beyond that? Because what exactly is it creating when you're in that energy? So um, I wanted to look at how much actually we think that hating and anger and jealousy um, and all of those kinds of things, which we consider to be emotions, but aren't exactly, and we're going to go into that a little bit later. But um, I, f- I find it interesting that um, we we see these as valuable because we sometimes consider them a source of creation. And, right, so how often have you used anger to create? How often have you used jealousy to change something in your life? How often have you used hate to change something in your life? And has it worked? And, yes, sometimes, and it it, it can work. There's no right, no wrong here, right? So this is one of the tools from Access that we use a lot on this show. No judgment. Everything is just an interesting point of view. There's no right and there's no wrong. If you can see everything as just an interesting point of view and you don't have to side with right or wrong, then you can have the awareness of what's required. So I love this tool. So um, using hate, using anger, using jealousy to create is not wrong. And it's also not right. But we tend to really make it right in this reality. There's a lot of places where we value hate and 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 judgment, actually, and jealousy and um, anger as a way to create. Create beyond it or create something better. And it's a little bit, it's not the same as out-creating. It's not. It's not the same as out-creating. It's a very different energy. And the question that keeps coming up for me around this is, it might work in the sense of like you could use anger and hate to get an end result. So, for example, my husband makes fun of me because he I, I don't like to clean. Okay. I don't like to clean. It's not one of my favorite things to do. I, there's a million other things I'd rather be doing than cleaning. So, uh, but I, I do clean. So my husband always makes fun of me and he always tells me that he knows when I'm really angry when I go into a major cleaning fit. <laughs> and and it's interesting because there are have been many times when I've been very 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 angry at him that I've just gone into full out cleaning mode and and sure you could look at that and be like well look I created a clean kitchen um but my question is sure it your anger like using anger and hate and jealousy and all of that stuff as a means to creating something might get you the result you think you want. But what is it doing to your body? Really, what is it doing to your body? And if there was another way, would you choose it? 
what's the value of hanging on to hate and anger and and this sense of being wronged? What is the value of holding on to all of that? Okay, let's do some clearing. So everything that is, everywhere you have bought the lie of this reality, the lie that people tell you or the lie that is out there in society that anger and hate can be a source of creation uh, and everywhere you're using that blindly without awareness when when it's actually not a contribution and everywhere you're locking that into your body and hurting your body with that, Will you destroy and create it all? Right, wrong, good, and bad. Pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. So cool, you can use those energies to create. But out-creating is different than hating or rejecting or resisting and reacting. So what is it out-creating then? So let's look at what out-creating isn't. Out-creating, hold on. Back up, Petrina. <laughs> Sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth. So, you know, out creating is really about creating something greater, right? It's not about fighting the wrong. It's not about resisting what's happening. Um, it's not about proving. See, there's a lot. This is the thing with this, like using hate and anger to create something greater. There's this. There can often be this energy of proving. It's like, look. Oh yeah, you did that to me. Watch me. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make it better than you. Yeah, you just watch me. And then with this, with the energy of proving, it's not so much a choice anymore. It's it's more of an energy of like, I better get this better so I can prove to this person that they didn't hurt me. Okay, so a little bit of energy on that one. So let's get rid of that. So everywhere you have used proving. Everywhere you have misidentified and misapplied, proving you're better as creation, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Out creating is not proving you're better than somebody. It's about creating something greater. That's it. Without a point of view, without the judgment of right or wrong or good or bad. Um, out creating isn't about karma, right? Yeah? No problem. That doesn't bother me because you know what? Karma's a bitch. It's going to come back and bite you in the ass. No worries. I'm not angry. Look, see? I'm not angry, but karma's a bitch. Uh, yeah, that's not out-creating, guys. <laughs> that's not out-creating because you're holding on to anger. You're holding on to hate. You're holding on to right and wrong. You're wrong. And look at me. I'm superior. I'm going to be the better person, the more conscious person by letting go of hate. But don't worry karma's going to come back at you not out creating what what does that energy actually create does that energy actually create something greater for you in your life in the world for the other person as well see and there's the thing too like out creating is not just about you one-upping someone else out creating is always about creating something greater for everyone involved creating something greater for everyone involved not just for you not just not just about one-upping the other person it's not about proving that they're stupid and you're awesome. Although you might have the awareness that you are actually awesome. <laughs> but that's something else. We're going to touch on that again later. So um, what else? What else? What else is out-creating? Is, out-creating is not, um, it's not revenge. 
it's not revenge. It's kind of similar to this proving energy, karma energy. It's not revenge. It's like, oh, yeah, you did that. I'm going to do something better to get back at you. You just watch me. That is not outcreating. It's not outcreating. So everywhere, all of everything, all of the things that we have misidentified and misapplied as outcreating that are actually distractions to the truth, fighting, resisting, reacting, karma, revenge, hate, um, all of those things that we have used um, hmm. See, I don't think, do we use those with creation in mind? I don't know. But I don't care. We're going to clear it anyway. So everywhere you have misidentified, misimplied, fighting, resisting, reacting, karma, revenge as outcreating, will you destroy and uncreate all that now so that you can see what is the truth there? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what is the difference between knowing that you can outcreate something because you have a skill, because you have a talent, because you are great at something, and judging it. Well, there you go. That's what it is, right? It's the judgment. So you can have, so you can look at something and be like, really? Like, you think you're going to hurt me with this? I know that I'm amazing at this particular thing. What would it take for me to outcreate this? So you can have an awareness of bullshit, right? You can have a, an awareness where someone is choosing something small. You can have an awareness of where someone is trying to be sneaky, where someone is trying to steal your ideas. You can have an awareness of where someone is copying you. You can have an awareness of um, when someone is, when a, someone that you think is a friend is actually stabbing you in the back. Like all of these are awarenesses, right? So looking at how you can create something isn't about turning a blind eye and thinking that everything is lovely and full of roses. None of that is about this. You can look at something and have the awareness that someone is being an ass to you or someone is being mean or someone is being rude. You can look at it and recognize it for what it is without judgment. Such a key. It's such a key. When you look at something and have an awareness and then immediately follow it with judgment, that's it. It's over. Your awareness is flattened. Your awareness is flattened by the judgment. You can have an awareness of where someone is doing something or being something that's not a contribution to your life. But that awareness turns, turns into something else when you start judging. And that awareness can no longer contribute to you it can no longer contribute to your life because you've turned it into a judgment. And now you're going into resisting and reacting and karma and revenge and you're calling that outcreating. It's not. It's not the same. You need to have an awareness. Be willing to have an awareness of everything. This is not about seeing the world through rose-colored glasses at all. Look at everything and look at everyone for what, what they, who they are and what it is. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it good and be willing to call it what it is and have no judgment of it. Cool. That person is being a snake. All right. Right? No right, no wrong, no good, no bad. They are being a snake. Now, what's required? Okay, how can I outcreate this? That person is being a snake to me. How can I outcreate this? That question puts you into choice. Choice. We talk about this a lot on Messy Adventures and Loving, right? 
asking how can I outcreate this puts you into choice. When you're doing fighting, when you're doing resisting, when you're doing reacting, when you're plotting revenge, when you're doing karma, none of that is choice. None of that is choice. It totally takes you right out of choice and puts you into reaction. And that's not an energy that creates greater in your life. Reaction, resistance doesn't create greater. We're seeing a lot of this in the world right now, actually, which I think is some of what I'm perceiving um, during this call, is um, how much are we doing that in the world right now? And so um, just this week, there were some um, terror attacks in London. And so, you know, every time something like this happens, although I have to say things are changing, like we're doing a lot more um you know, not not falling into fear and not letting people who are trying to promote hate um, put us into fear. And, and that's amazing. And how does it get better than that? And we're still doing a lot of fighting, fighting hate with love, fighting uh, terror with peace. Fight. It's not exactly a creative energy. It's not exactly something that's going to create greater. If you keep fighting, if you keep resisting, if you keep judging, you can't change it. Anything you judge will not change. Anything you judge will not change. So how much of what's happening in the world right now, in an effort to be positive, in an effort to be loving, it's all wonderful. It's amazing. And there's still this little piece of fighting, fighting the terrorists fighting um, people who are promoting hate, you know, fighting the demons of anger, fighting the demons of hate, fighting the demons of religion, fighting, 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 fighting. Fighting something creates more of it. Resisting something creates more of it. Asking how can we outcreate it is a really cool question. How can we outcreate terrorists? How can we outcreate the demons of hate? How can we outcreate them? Cool. That's that's kind of cute. What you're doing over there, demon of hate. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. How can I outcreate that? There's no judgment. <sighs> no judgment, and and asking a question like, how can I create this, can really um, open you up to different possibilities that you didn't think exist. Hi- hate fighting resistant locks locks it into your reality more, more, and more. Okay, we need to take a break. You are listening to Messy Adventures and Living. We're talking about pout, hate, or outcreate, and what else is possible with that in your life. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when men assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, our show is called Pout, Hate, or Outcreate. What would you like to choose? What the heck is outcreating, you might be asking. So, um, outcreating, how can you outcreate something? How can you create this as greater? Instead of looking at something as wrong or bad or stupid or uh, someone has wronged you or someone is holding you back, ah, oh, there's that this thing I want to talk about. Um, someone is holding you back, what is that energy of like, oh, because this person is doing this, then I can't do this. And so I'm just going to get mad and I'm going to hate and I'm going to pout. And because they're doing this, then I can't do this with my life. Um, so instead of pouting and hating, what if you started asking, how could I outcreate that? Because really, that's the lie right there, is that there's a limited amount of creation in the world. <laughs> Excuse me. That is the lie. There's a limited amount of creation. So let's say you you paint a picture and somebody paints something similar to you. And you're like, well, they painted it first and now I can't put it in the art gallery. So I'm going to pout and I'm going to hate. Well, what if you ask, how can I outcreate that? How can I even, how can I outcreate myself? Oh, such a good question. How can I outcreate myself today? How can I outcreate myself today? When you let someone's choices limit you or when you pout and hate and get jealous that there's an underlying point of view that what they're choosing is limiting you and that's a lie because nothing limits you except your own choice your own choice to stay limited there that's that's it so everywhere you have bought the lie that there is a limited amount of anything in this world a limited amount of happiness a limited amount of classes a limited amount of uh, paintings a limited amount of art a limited amount of money everywhere you've bought the idea that there's a limited amount of anything and that someone's actions is stopping you from having everything you desire can you will you please destroy and create all that Right, mom, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, I didn't say what that... Okay, so that right there is the access consciousness clearing statement. If you've been listening wondering what the heck I've been saying. It is um, a collection of words that does have an explanation to it. You can find it at theclearingstatement.com. Um, it is a tool in access consciousness that is used to just change the energy. Um, we ask you, will you destroy and uncreate it? Would you be willing now to destroy wherever you bought that? Uncreate wherever you created it and and get rid of it totally and utterly. 
you don't have to say yes, you don't have to say no, you don't have to understand it for it to work. It doesn't matter. It's It works on the energetic level and is actually meant to go over your head and bypass thought. So that's what that is. Okay. Um, what else? Now, mm, limitation, yes. Okay, so we talked about that. I wanted to, I just, um, I looked up creation actually in, uh, I looked up the etymology of the word creation. So uh, etymology is a, a way of, um, is the study of the origin of words. And I really love to look at words and the origin of them because it often gives me a lot of insight into how we've misused the words or how words have changed over centuries and how now we're using the word in a different sense, but it still kind of has this other energy on it. It's fascinating to me. So I went to um, the etymology dictionary and I looked up the word creation and I was like, okay, so what exactly is creation? What is it exactly? And I found, you know, act of creating, creating a thing, uh, a creation, a coming into being. So when I read that creation, coming into being, creation is about coming into being, holding on to anger and hurt and jealousy and rage. Um, those are not about anything coming into being. They're actually really about holding on to the past. Right? So how can any of that be creation? Really? And if you feel, if you think you're being motivated by hate, I am going to ask you to reconsider exactly what is that. It's not wrong. There's no wrongness. I'm absolutely not trying to make you wrong. I just think maybe we've bought this lie. There's a, from society that says like passion and hate and anger often fuels creation. And maybe it does to an extent, to some point. And with kind of side effects that maybe are not so great. Like, what is that doing to your body? And what else is possible? How else can you outcreate yourself without anger, jealousy, fury, hate, rage? How else can you create magnificently? Sure, jealousy and anger can be a catalyst for creation. Okay. And what else is possible that would be a hell of a lot easier and a heck of a lot easier on your body? right? It's not wrong. But when we lock that in as a point of view, then that's the only thing we can function from because we've decided that that's the way it is. And then when I continued reading, uh, it said creation in classical use, whatever that means, an electing, an appointment, a choice. And I just went, ah, there it is, choice. Creation is choice. Anger, rage, Fury, hate, jealousy, those do, do not put you into choice. They put you into reaction. They actually take you out of choice. So if you're a musician, if you're an artist, and you're being fueled by hatred, and you're being fueled by by pain, by people stabbing, how many love songs have been written by people stabbing you in the back, right? By people wronging you, by people cheating on you. It's fine. It's not wrong. Is it is it is it coming from choice? And you might think, well, I don't care. You know, it's the it's the way I know how to create. Yeah, okay, cool. And what else is possible? Creation is about choice. When you're reacting, like so okay, so here. So if you're a musician or you're an artist, or it doesn't matter, because we're all artists of our lives, but specifically I'm just thinking about creators uh, in an artistic sense. Um, if you are an artist or if you're a jazz musician, if you're a songwriter, 
um, especially if you're a love songwriter and you decide that the old, the best music that ever comes out of you is ones that come from pain, your own personal pain. How much pain are you actually going to subconsciously create in your life? So that you can always have topics of discussion, topics of songs. How much pain are you going to create in your life? This is not, you know, thought process here. This is very subconscious. But really, how much pain gets, how much pain do you create? How much suffering gets created because you've bought the lie that this is the way you create? It's like my, you know, cleaning the kitchen thing. It's like, how, how much will I actually pick a fight with my husband so I can get really pissed off and clean my kitchen? It's not logical, but it happens. So everywhere you've decided that you need pain, you need hate, you need suffering, you need people to stab you in the back to keep you going, to keep you creating, everywhere you've decided that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Who made up this expression of stabbing you in the back? <laughs> but, you know, honestly, though, when you when we use expressions like this, when we talk about it, and even if you don't say it, it's that energy of stabbing you in the back, what what is that saying about what is happening in your body? You know, heart heartache. What are we telling our bodies when we use expressions like that? You know, what would it take to change that, change the way we, we talk about things impacting our bodies? Yeah. How much motivation have you decided you must have to create? Yeah, like what if you don't need motivation? What if you just have choice? Right? So somewhere that artist who believes that they need to have heartache to write a good love song, somewhere that artist believes that they can't create greater without that. They Somewhere they don't believe that they are the source. They believe that the heartache is the source. Right? They might. I don't know. I don't write songs, so maybe I'm wrong. I don't. You can write me an angry fan mail letter if you don't agree. Um, and of course, it's not for everyone. It's, this doesn't apply to everyone. It's not a blanket statement. But I'm looking at, you know, if you're an artist and you are using pain or suffering or, um, you know, heartache to motivate you to write your songs, is it possible that you somewhere, you don't really believe that you are the source, that you couldn't create it by choice there? So everywhere you don't believe, everywhere you've bought the lie that you can't create, you can't create something amazing purely from choice and that you have to have inspiration from anger and hate and jealousy. Will you just join and create all that? Oh, right, on good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys, ambiance. That energy of making something positive out of a negative. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? We don't need, you know, we don't need that. You can actually create from nothing. You can create from you. You have the ability to create. So, how can I outcreate this is an amazing question to ask in any situation. Not only when something is going wrong, when someone is pissing you off, but also when there's something amazing happening in your life. Even when you've created something amazing, cool, how can I create this? How can I outcreate this? How can I outcreate this? How can I outcreate this? What else do I have I got? What else you got from the universe? What else have I got in me? How can I outcreate this? Um, I like to use this question actually when I'm with my kids. I'm just going to take a little side detour here. <laughs> um, so, you know, what would it take to parent with this question, more from this question? What, how can I outcreate my children? And you know, in order to really use this question and to really know 
that it can work, you got to drop the idea that your kids are little helpless, little innocent victims who just happen to be pissing you off to up to the wazoo. So let's acknowledge that children are um, master creators, creators of magnitude, manipulators of magnitude. And that's not a bad thing. Good for them. They're learning how to manipulate the reality. I'll have some more of that, please. So in order to use this tool with your kids, you need to acknowledge that your kids are creating. They are creators. Uh, and so if your kids are doing something that's not working for you in your life, if they're causing, you know, if what they're choosing is creating a lot of um, distress in the family, instead of going, how should I punish them? How, what do I need to do to change? Like, well, what do I need, what do I need to do to change this? this? Is a great question. What do I need to be to change this? But like, instead of trying to fix it or to make them behave or to, or to, uh, exert your authority, I love asking this question, how can I outcreate my children? How can I out-manipulate my children? Yeah, they're manipulating the hell out of me. Oh, yeah? How can I out-manipulate my children? And it's not about beating them. It's about creating something greater for everyone. How can I out-create my children? How can I out-manipulate my children so that we can have more joy, more peace, greater? How can I out-create them so that we can have something greater? It's a pretty good parenting hack. How can I outcreate my children? How can you outcreate your job? How can you outcreate your boss? Um, so I just I um I forgot to mention we were just talking about this thing um of having passion to motivate you. So I know I'm kind of like jumping all over the place, but that's okay. I came across this quote by a guy, there's a lot of these quotes actually. I kind of looked it up um, yesterday before the show thinking, okay, what, where, where did we buy all these lies of we need hate to motivate us? We need hate to push us to something greater, you know, to have something good come out of it. Um, there's so much out there in this society. So here's a great quote by a guy named Chris Jammy, and it's about um, relationships specifically. And he says, I would rather a romantic relationship turn into contempt then turn into apathy. The passion in the extremities make it appear as though it once meant something. We grow from hot or cold, but lukewarm is the biggest insult. This is really fascinating to me um, because this is this point of view is very pervasive. This this idea of apathy. Um, there is another. I keep seeing um, or hearing people say, you know, the op- I can't remember who said it. Sorry, there is a someone said the opposite of love is not hate. It's it's indifference. Um, and I wonder if when I talk about interesting point of view, uh, we consider it to be the same as being indifferent, and it's actually really not. So, you know, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. Indifference is is considered to be this poison in in our in our reality. Um in relationships, um lack of passion is something that you that is terrible for a relationship, right? Like this guy says, we grow from hot or cold, but lukewarm is the biggest insult. Like let's be careful here. Um interesting point of view is not the same as apathy. Um, we don't need to have, do we need to have extremes in order to have a passionate relationship? Is it possible to have an amazing relationship that gets out created every day 
without extremes, without hot or cold. Like, what is possible in lukewarm? Okay, hmm, that's not really it. That I didn't like that. <laughs> what is what else is possible besides lukewarm? Like, what if what if between hot and cold is not lukewarm? It's just interesting point of view. Yeah, nobody likes lukewarm. <laughs> I don't like lukewarm. Um, but and there's nothing wrong with hot, and there's nothing wrong with cold. It's awesome when your relationship is super hot, you know. Like, but where are we buying the belief that it has to be either or? And our resistance to being just in this interesting point of view place between hot and cold. What is that actually creating? And what could we outcreate? What could get created greater if we would be willing to be in this place of okay, that's interesting, and ask a question. Tepid. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, in the bedroom, maybe tepid and lukewarm are not great, great words. There's not a lot of, there's not, that's not the kind of energy I I want in the bedroom. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so we are going to, I think we're going to go to break. Yes, we're going to break. Uh, You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about pout, hate, or outcreate. So go anywhere, we'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and we are talking about pout, hate, or outcreate. So we've been talking about how fighting and hating and resisting and reacting is not does not really create anything greater. Sometimes we think it does because I feel like sometimes we have this like immediate um 
you know, we have some kind of results, but if in, does it really outcreate? Does it really create something greater for the world, um, for your life, for your future? And and what is fighting and hating um, actually uh, creating in your body? And how is your body how is your body uh, responding to that? And speaking of bodies, um, speaking of bodies, um, this is a question you can ask for stuff that's going on in your body too, right? So, um, you know, imagine. Uh, just this um, past weekend, there was a walk here in Toronto to fight, um, to fight, see, to to raise money for awareness. Okay, that's, these are the words that are used for uh, Crohn's and colitis, for example. And, um, you know, there's lots of these things happening around the city in Toronto, right? Like the walk to conquer cancer. And like, we're always talking about fighting cancer, fighting this, fighting that disease, fighting this disease. And in the name of bringing awareness, which... I feel like awareness is not used in the correct term. But anyways, my point is, what if instead of fighting cancer, what if instead of fighting disease, what if we ask, how can we outcreate it? How can we outcreate disease? How can we outcreate cancer? Not fight it. What you resist persists. If we were so busy fighting, we cannot see the possibilities. We cannot see. We're not in question. Scientists really are not necessarily about fighting. We might, they might say it, we might use these words, but you know, so, true scientists, scientists are always asking questions. Scientists are always looking to outcreate. If we're busy fighting, we can't see what else is possible. If we're so busy fighting, we can't see the possibility of creating something greater. Our view is narrow because we're so busy fighting and resisting and reacting and judging that something is bad because sometimes something that looks bad isn't. And so if you're fighting and you're resisting, you can't, you cannot looking at it as an interesting point of view. When you look at it as an interesting point of view, then you can receive it. You can receive the gift that's there that you won't see if you're judging it as bad. You get that? Fighting and hating and pouting is not creative. It's not. And sometimes it looks like it is because there might be a short-term gain. But is it really creating your life? So, don't forget to ask this question when it comes to bodies. Um, so again, I just want to sort of, we're just getting close to the end, and I just want to uh, leave you again with this idea that um, you really got to look at this idea as a very interesting point of view that our society has that hate and jealousy and rage are sources of creation. And I just found a quote from a guy named Jasper Ford. It's awesome, and we're going to destroy it and create everywhere we bought this as true, right? <laughs> um, if it were not for greed, intolerance, hate, passion, and murder, we would have no works of art, no great buildings, no medical science, no Mozart, no Van Gogh, no Muppets, and no Louis Armstrong. Is that true? Is it true? I'm going to say it again. If it weren't for greed, intolerance, hate, passion, and murder, we would have no... Well, sorry, turning the page. <laughs> we would have no works of art, no great buildings, no medical science, no Mozart, no Van Gogh, no Muppets, and no Louis Armstrong. Really? Come on. Yes, a lot of their creations were fueled by hate and greed. Okay, fine. And 
that's not all. That is a limitation. It's a limited point of view. It's a limited point of view that if it wasn't for greed and hate and sorrow, Mozart couldn't have created those amazing pieces of music. Louis Armstrong couldn't have created. The Muppets would have never been created. No great buildings would have never been created without strife. It's crap. Yes, it's a choice. It is still a choice. That's right. It is still a choice. The lie that we have to be motivated by sadness and grief and pain and jealousy and stabbing in the back is bullcrap. We have choice. And it's, see, there's, every time I say that, I feel like there's this weird drop in energy. It's like you, everywhere you don't believe that your choice to create is greater than, um, um, pain as a motivation, will you please destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. We have been led to believe that our choice to create is less valuable, is less valuable than motivation or creates less. It's not true. Choice, choice creates. Choice absolutely creates. Please acknowledge that your choice is what's creating your life, not sorrow, not greed, not hardship, not stabbing of people in the back, not people trying to one-up you, not people trying to limit you. People can't limit you. They can't. Only you limit you by your belief that you're limited. Ha! So there. Okay. <laughs> um, alrighty. So what? Where else? Where else can we use these tools in our lives? We talked about relationships. We talked about family. We talked about what about the earth? What about the world? So, you know, where can we outcreate everything that's happening in the world right now? What if we started dropping fighting and started to ask questions about outcreation? So when you see something on the news about people being killed or, um, you know, just all of the stuff that's happening right now, interesting point of view, interesting point of view, no right, no wrong. If it's not wrong, it doesn't mean it's right. And if it's not right, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just interesting. Okay, what am I aware of here? What am I aware of here? And how can we outcreate this? What can I choose today that would outcreate this? What can you choose today that would outcreate the pain and the suffering that we have decided is the source of creation when it's actually not? Thank you so, so much for listening today uh, to Messy Adventures in Living. What can you create when you ask questions about outcreating? And what can you create when you drop hate, anger, and fight? What else is possible? Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.